is Allie, and you're listening to another episode of the Leading Rain podcast. Every week, Noah and I dive into some aspect of the horse industry. We don't shy away from difficult topics, and we love to share all the feel-good stories. We want you to show up to this and laugh a little, but learn a lot. We're so excited to share this with you, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, everyone. This is Noah Cornish, and thanks for stopping in for this week's episode of The Leading Rain. So um, I'm on today by myself, but I think we have a I have an interesting topic that you guys will probably enjoy. Um, it's been coming up quite a bit frequently. I've been asked here in the last, I don't know, a couple of months, it seems like more so than normal. Everyone's kind of asking, hey, I've got a cold start. What's the general time frame on when do you like to get them going? How many rides do you like to put on them at what age? And a lot of times everybody's trying to figure out, should I bring them in as a two-year-old? Should I get them started as a three-year-old? So I figured it'd be good to, I'm sure we've actually touched on this topic a few times, maybe on this podcast, but I thought it would be good to just address it specifically since it is a common question. And it's a, it's a good one because that's an important stage where you want to do it right and you want to make sure that you get, you know, you want to get your horse started. You don't want to just leave them sitting around waiting for them to fully develop because that could be a while, but at the same rate, you don't want to push it too quick and you want to be very conscientious of them developing and maturing and how much work you're going to put on them while they're doing that. So obviously kind of starting out at the very beginning, after the, you know, you have a weanling, you get them halter broke. That's a very important stage. I would highly recommend that you pick up, if you are going to be halter breaking your baby yourself, or even if you have a program where you have your staff doing it or something, I would recommend picking up a Bucks DVD. We sell them all the time on the road, but you can go to his website and order it. You don't have to just pick it up from a clinic, but he has a DVD called The First Haltering. And that covers the correct approach to halter breaking a baby and not just in terms of sticking a halter on their head and dragging them around, getting them broke to drag, because that's not really all there is to it. That doesn't define a halter broke horse as if you can just get a halter on their head. But really, it's an understanding of all the foundation and the basic premise of what you're going to need them to know really to set them up for the rest of their life. That really sets the stage for them. So it's really critical too. And in the coming years, when you start getting them saddled and getting on them, it's very important that they understand some things more in depth other than just getting mugged, getting a halter on their head and dragging them around. So I would highly recommend that. You can go to brandman.com and order that. That video is the first haltering and it's very important to get that right. You know, it's that stage of a horse's life. Most people think they're small and, you know, they're cute and cuddly and they're not that big. They can't do that much damage. And it's like, well, not yet they aren't. But when they're three, four years old, 1,300 pounds, 16, three hands, it's a little different animal you're dealing with. So everything counts to the horse. Every interaction they have with the human matters and they remember it and the decisions they're going to make and the way they respond to you in the future they're adjusting that every minute they're around you. So even when they're a little baby still on their mother and you're out there scratching on all the mares and, you know, petting the babies, 
when they step into you or push against you and you back away, they remembered that. And that'll just get to be more and more of an issue if you don't address it. So anyways, good, uh, good little tip there to go pick that video up if you're going to be halter breaking the babies. But after their halter broken, once you get into their yearling year, it doesn't hurt. Really, a good thing to do in that stage is all the halter work you can do, getting them prepared, getting them quiet, getting them around the flag, tarps, ropes, getting them to where they can uh, get, I mean, just everything you can think of doing, getting them to where they can lead by their feet. They'll be good for the farrier. You can saddle them too. Get them prepared and get them saddled. Do all that groundwork with the saddle on their back. You might even get them to where you can jump them in and out of the trailer so they're ready to go. If you need to haul them to the vet or something, then they're set. All that stuff is just great for them at that age. And if you've got the time and the desire to do it, it's definitely not a lost cause or not too early to, to do. That It's just all all the merrier that, that you can get in front of them, get them exposed to and get going on because that'll just help you out or whoever's going to be putting the first ride and getting them started. That's just, it's great stuff. So in that yearling year, you can, you can get one or two rides on them if you wanted to, but really you could just focus on, on all that groundwork, getting them prepared and getting the foundation and the stage set to get on them in their two-year-old year. And then once they turn two, you know, you kind of play it, you play it a little bit based on the horse. There's, you'll get some two-year-olds that are really mature. You can get away with a little bit more with them. But as a general rule of thumb, you're probably looking at maybe getting 60 days on them in their two-year-old year, 60 to 90 days. And that's probably not going to be consecutive. You'll probably get 30 days on them maybe in the earlier or midway through their two-year-old year and then towards the end of their two-year-old year you'll get them back out get another 30 45 days on them and that's probably the most I would want to do yeah, if you could get away with less that would be better but that's probably the most I would want to do on a two-year-old because they're still growing up and really regardless of the breed they're they're still maturing quite a bit at that age so you're better off get the ball rolling in the right direction, but then don't overdo it and let them grow up through that year. And then when they turn three, that's where it really is up to kind of, you got to look at what you have in front of you. So uh, if they've matured pretty well, they're pretty well developed, their bones are pretty sturdy. You can go ahead and put some, get some rides on them in their three-year-old year. And you might get a couple of months in, let them have a break, couple of more months. And you should be able to ride them fairly regularly through their three-year-old year, but I wouldn't say that you're gonna you're gonna be on them the entire year. Um, and then once, for the most part, once they turn four, they're on the payroll. They should be able to hold up at that point to all the riding that you're gonna need to do. You're obviously probably gonna still keep in mind, especially if you have one that's a little bit of a slow developer, that you're probably gonna keep in mind that you know they're a baby and. You're not going to really hammer them, but at the same rate, they're old enough to where you should be able to fold them in and go um, go full bore with them and get them on the payroll and, and get all the riding you need. Um, now, th that's just a general timeline. 
uh, that's kind of an ideal way to go about it. That that gets your horse. You're able to get something done with them each year. They're not just sitting and waiting until they're four or five years old. You'll, there's some some schools of thought saying that you should wait until they're completely developed until you start them, and you can do that, but they can tend to be a little bit harder on you and the horse waiting that long to get them started. Um, but at the same rate, if you jump the gun and just way overdo it when they're a long yearling and a two-year-old, you'll wind up with something that's just had way too many miles at a young age and it wasn't developed and they're crippled. So there's a happy medium to where you can phase that workout over the course of, you know, two, three years from them being a long yearling to being a three or four year old to where you get something done with them every year. They're not just sitting, but you're not overdoing it and you're not risking your horse's soundness. And, you know, they could be, they should be totally functional and serviceably sound well into their you know late teens and 20s if you go about it right but um you you know it's hard it's hard when the the babies are hammered on too early because you really risk some lifelong lameness issues and that's just a that's a sad deal because once that starts it can be hard to hard to mitigate so anyways hopefully that uh that can be helpful to some of you guys who have young horses or Maybe if you're just curious about the topic or didn't really know how that all goes, that's usually the rule of thumb I use and the time time frame that I suggest to people when, when I'm asked that question. So anyhow, hope that was interesting and enlightening for you. So take care and we'll be back with you with another episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Leading Rain. We hope you loved it and we can't wait for you to hear next week's episode. But until then, happy trails.